What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, uh, the most unexceptional gaming podcast where I speak and ramble about video games and entertainment every single week, including this one. <laughs> this week was E3 week. There was a, so much stuff going on. There was a ton of things going on, and it was a blast. So let's get into the show. Today, I'm not doing any topics, no sub, like, segments anything like that we're just going to ramble we're going to talk about e3 it's kind of just going to be a big e3 closer closure show here uh i got a brand new mic we got a yeti mic so if the mic if it sounds a little off forgive me but i feel like i got the settings in a pretty good spot excuse me i just it just ate some taco bell and i was pissed well frustrated because i went to taco bell I got steak nacho box. Uh, oh no, chicken nachos. Whatever, just garbage food. I've been off my diet for like the last three days, and I feel kind of terrible about it. But it is what it is. Uh, went over there, ordered that, and a taco and a five-layer burrito. I get home, and they have give me this giant bag with a box in there. And the box is for the nachos, but there's literally nothing in the box. I had to go all the way back to Taco Bell, get my nachos. It was frustrating. I don't know why I'm talking about that. Uh, but yeah, I got this new mic. Uh, I got it on sale for 80 bucks, 89 bucks with tax. And it came with a code for Watch Dogs 2 for PC. The thing about this mic, okay, listen to this. Yeah, I'm, st I'm speaking directly into it. I ha it has a mode where only sound it really picks up is right in front of it so if I go over here you're not really gonna be able to hear me but if I get close in like that you get like a Doppler effect like if I went oh, like that you get like that you can see here there's like a sound area where the sound picks up the best so one thing is is I have the mic as per as close as I possibly can get it right now and uh, I'm trying not to like do a bunch of breathing into it. I have a pop filter here. It works pretty good. But um, yeah. Also uh, has mic monitoring. So I can actually wear headphones. Which I'm doing currently. And I can hear myself in the headphones. Which is a huge help. My other mic didn't have that option. Also I got this mic. So that whenever I have Sierra on. We're not leaning into a mic. And then I have to mess with settings and stuff. Because the audio is off. And eventually we want to do some more stuff together so it's a good opportunity for me to have a nice new mic and I think the sound quality is pretty good I think it picks up a lot more noise in the background like like this crumpling paper you probably hear you probably can hear that it's pretty sensitive so stuff in my environment around me is probably gonna be picked up a little bit more so I'm not sure how that's gonna work but that is what it is let me know what you think of the mic is it too loud do I need to adjust something on it let me know if especially if you're a podcaster or if you know about audio tell me what you think because I think it sounds pretty damn good I can hear it in my own headphones right now uh, the actual recording will sound a little better than what I'm hearing in this monitoring I've noticed so if it sounds better than this I think it's gonna be great so we're gonna talk about e3 today um, I'm gonna talk about the whole process so what what I was doing during E3, I announced the last couple of weeks what I was going to be doing. 
So I did these E3 wrap-up shows with the Cartridge Club. It was me, Musty Hobbit, Ro It's Rocket Sauce, the main three, like we were there for every show. And then we had some other guests that would come in and out. We had Baird on Mars for the PC gaming show, and then P1 was there, almost all of them. I think he only missed two or three of them. And then we had Caleb for, I think, two to three shows. But all in all, it ended up being 11 hours of coverage. We covered every single show. Every time we, we, a show would wrap up, a couple minutes later, we'd be on talking about the show, recapping everything. So I don't want to do that here. If you want to listen to a lot of thoughts, a lot of in-depth thoughts about E3, go back and watch those and listen to those. Those are on the Cartridge Club's new YouTube channel. They have a brand new YouTube channel. I will link it in the descriptions of this podcast. It's worth listening to. Uh, I think they said that they're going to try to get it on their podcast feed too. So if it is, I'll let you know in the future. But for now, that's where it's going to live. <sighs> I fell out of breath. All right. So today we're going to talk about E3. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each of the shows and I want to pick out my highlights from each of the shows. What, I've, what I'm the most excited from from each of the shows that happened and then we'll have like a little quick wrap up. This is going to be like a little short, maybe 20 minute episode. I don't want to ramble for, for forever here. So first off on Saturday. Oh, first off, I want to talk about doing graphics for this thing. That was the funnest part. I did all the thumbnails. Everybody seemed to like those. I actually made 10 minute countdown videos. I can talk about them now. I, I wasn't talking about them, but I made 10 minute countdown videos for every conference. The thing is, is the technical... When we got to the technical side, I'm not going to get all into this too much, but we couldn't make them work. So I made all those videos, so I'm like, I wish I had something to do with these. These are pretty cool. But yeah, I did that. Uh, helped with uh, graphics, and they say they want me to help with graphics on thumbnails in future Cartridge Club monthly podcasts, which is pretty cool. That's a cool little thing. I love making thumbnails. It's one of my favorite parts of doing this. I'm like, I want to make a cool-looking thumbnail. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, first up. On Saturday, we had EA. This press conference didn't really wow me. There was some stuff I'm like, eh, about. They had the Command and Conquer Rivals shoutcasting part, which is basically a mobile game, which I'm like, ugh. And then they had a really terrible Star Wars announcement, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This game sounds cool. It sounds like a good concept. It's between Episodes 3 and 4. But it didn't really wow me because it didn't have any, even a... Th freaking title screen a screenshot concept art anything it was just a dev set sitting there saying oh yeah we're working on this <laughs> uh the indie games were huge highlights they had unravel 2 which is, looks great unravel more of that with co-op and then they got sea of solitude which had a really cool thing they had a really passionate developer out there and she just went into emotions and what this game meant to her and hold on and yeah oh sorry about that i just uh my breath eyes uh, I'm having trouble catching my breath right now. I don't know what's going on with that. Whew. Sea of Solitude. <laughs> the developer. She had a lot of really interesting things to say. And the game looks beautiful. I love the look of it. It looks like it's going to be more of an adventure storyline based thing. I, I'm excited to try it out. And uh, next, the only other thing they really talked about that really caught my interest more than I thought it would. Would be Anthem. Which... They had this really hype trailer with the Muse music, Muse, you know, the band, music, and um, that was super cool. 
and that got me hyped and then they had like this really interesting developer talk and then they showed some more gameplay it looks like destiny meets iron man and i'm pretty much all in on this one at this point it looks so much fun um looked exciting and that's about it from ea that actually got me interested so you know they didn't really have a lot there it was kind of a weak showing in my opinion i was hoping they would have at least a teaser for something different but it was pretty much expected and it was kind of bleh of a show and then the next one we had was microsoft on the next sunday so they had one of the coolest shows there i think this one was uh ranks among the highest i didn't really think i have a favorite altogether but just the amount of games they shown here was so varied so detailed i'll go over just a couple highlights of things i'm actually interested in they they announced both halo infinite and gears 5 that's awesome because people fans of microsoft are into those games so i'm really happy they announced those but for me personally that kingdom hearts trailer got me they have that new music the the new song from the artist of the original songs in that trailer it had uh, the Frozen World. It showed a bunch of stuff from that game, and I I just got choked up. I was so happy that they were showing more, and I'm just ready for that game. Makes me want to go back and play them all. <laughs> I might. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Forza Horizon Four looked really cool too. It, it actually piqued my interest. I loved Horizon Three. It's not one of those games I would sit down and play hours and hours, but I will go in there and just play for you know an hour here and there ever since I bought it and it's just a blast to play and this one's gonna be on Game Pass so I'm thinking okay around the time Forza Horizon 4 comes out I'll get like six months of Game Pass play that and then crack down when that comes out so I'm pretty excited about both of those just from the aspect I can grab Game Pass and just jump in which is really cool I don't have to worry about buying a copy and it's a lot cheaper so the barrier of entry isn't that much and then there's a lot of other games i could play in that game pass umbrella so that's cool they had some really cool studio uh they bought a bunch of studios up and they're uh, absorbing them into microsoft studios they have the in initiative undead labs that makes what's the game that just came out two i, don't, I forget what is it called uh fuck <laughs> uh playground games they make forza and they are working on another project which they didn't really talk about said they were going to talk about later ninja theory which is awesome and uh, they made they made some of the goodest goodest games some of the best games i've played personally and hellblade is said to be awesome that's on my backlog i'll be playing that pretty soon probably and then we have compulsion games which is a brand new studio pretty awesome that was one of the coolest things about this microsoft thing they're like Okay, we listen to you guys. We're, we're acquiring these studios. We have all these games. They have 50 games here. Watch all these trailers get hyped up to play games on your Xbox, and they're going to play the best here. That's one of the best parts about this entire thing. And they had Cuphead DLC. I did talk about that in one of my Hype Train videos, I think. I'm not sure, but that happened. That's going to be out next year. You can play it as Miss Chalice which is pretty awesome uh, tunic to look really cool it's like a little fox zelda game they actually talked about that last year i think or it was in the sizzle reel somewhere i've seen it before so that's cool devil may cry 5 
I've only played DMC, the reboot that was made by, I think it was Ninja Theory too. So that's the only one I've ever played. So that's cool for pet fans of that. I know there was a lot of hype people for that. Uh, Dying Light 2, that's a cool little thing. Uh, liked Dying Light 1. I had some issues with the parkour in it. I thought it had pretty fun gameplay though. So I'm excited to see what they do with the brand new, you know, style and a new world and see what they do and how they improve the engine and everything. It's going to be cool. I'm not sure if I'm not sold 100% on it, but I do want to see more of it. Battle Battletoads. They didn't show anything. It's 2.5 day, 2.5D hand-drawn graphics and I'm just like, "Eh. Okay, sure. They're bringing it back. That's cool." Pass. I I, I don't know. I don't even think I'm going to play that one. But the biggest pop, the my favorite, <laughs> they had a pop game too, but that's not what I was thinking. The biggest game that has had me most hyped and I've heard a lot of people talk about is Cyberpunk 2077. That trailer was so cool. It had that awesome atmosphere. The graphics were stunning and it just looked so cool. It looks like a world I want to get into and just experience. And... Ever since that trailer's come out, there's been people getting behind closed door demos of it. It's in first person. It's a shooter. Has RPG elements like The Witcher. And it just looks like you. Uh, they say it, the game is that, those graphics from that gameplay trailer. It looks just like that. It's very much a video game. And then it looks like it's actually going to come out within the next year or so. From what they saw on that gameplay demo, it looked not finished, but pretty damn far along so that makes me really excited and I will be playing the shit out of that I love the Witcher but this seems like a world I can live in and enjoy even more than the Witcher so hell yeah to that so that wraps up Microsoft some pretty cool highlights there pretty damn good press conference next up we're gonna talk about Bethesda so Bethesda had Andrew WK come out and then the audience was completely flat and just like, okay, he's doing stuff. I know they were there to see video games, but come on, guys. Show some energy. That's what I was like. If I was in the audience, I'd be fucking, I'd be fucking skanking my seat. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. The Rage 2, they show Rage 2 demo, some gameplay. This was a pretty big highlight for me. It looks like a cross between Borderlands and Mad Max, Doom. And Wolfenstein kind of like crammed together into this Enrage 1 2. Enrage 1. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I'm just out of it today. Sorry. Uh, Enrage 1 all combined into this like crazy mis mis mix match of games. And it looks like a blast. And I'm really ready for that to come out. It comes out in spring 2019. So I'm guessing maybe like April or, or May, maybe something like that. That's awesome. And it looks super cool. I don't know. I love the that that attitude. It's so cheesy, but in a cool way. I'm just ready for it. Um, we can skip over some of these other announcements. They had Doom Eternal there with a really kick-ass trailer where it was like a rundown metropolitan city with like hell coming up and like just a bunch of horrible demons and stuff everywhere. And then it slowly pans around to like the skeleton. And then, of course, Doom Slayer's foot comes in, just doom. And then Doom Guy comes with the shotgun, and he's about to blast the guy, and then it zooms out to the logo, Doom Eternal. They said there's going to be more from this at, in August at QuakeCon, 
So it looks like it's going to be a next year release, probably around summer next year or early fall, something like that. They'll probably have a trailer at QuakeCon. And then they might mention it like Game Awards or something. And then next E3, they'll announce the release date for that. Still, I'm just happy I know it's coming. So awesome. Also, they announced some Wolfenstein DLC like the Old Blood for that was for the original New Order, but this one's called Young Blood. So that's, I mean, it makes sense. It's a little weird because it's set in the 80s, so this is going to be after the trilogy that they've been building up. So what I'm worried about is they're going to ex uh, explain too much of the story of Wolfenstein 3. Maybe they won't mention it at all. Hopefully they do it artfully so that when we play that third one, when that eventually comes out, it doesn't have the story already spoiled for us. That's the main thing I was uh, worried about. But this one's going to center around BJ's twin daughters. And it's a co-op game. You can play it by yourself or co-op. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what else was there? Really funny Keegan-Michael Key trailer for Skyrim Alexa. Skyrim everywhere. Watch that if you haven't watched that. Hilarious. They showed, showed some more Fallout 76 gameplay, and I'm like, eh, I'm still on the fence for this one. I'm like, eh. It looks cool. I love the graphics. They definitely improved the graphics. The world looks beautiful. Um, I don't know how I feel about the multiplayer aspect, because it's all they showed from the multiplayer was a lot of shooting. And when I think Fallout, I don't think shooting. I think tactical, we think VATS, and I think, you know, it's more methodical when you come down when it comes down to it i feel it's more of an rpg than a shooter most of the time so showing all these gun battles i'm like uh, i don't know i'm gonna wait for reviews on this one but i do like the look of it and i love the fallout world so we'll see and then the other two things that stick out to me which they didn't really talk about too much were starfield and elder scroll 6 which were announced no date or anything with just title cards basically and they're like okay these are coming soon which is cool that they dropped those, but there's not that much information out there. But I like that they got in front of these announcements, and they're like, here you go. This is what's coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. That's Bethesda. I'm just flying through these. Uh, Square Enix had a stupid little thing. I didn't like it at all. So, the only thing that stuck out from me for that one was Babylon's Fall, which is a new Platinum game. But the video was pretty much useless. This one was on Monday morning in... Uh, I don't know. I just didn't like it at all. <laughs> they showed a bunch of trailers that have been already showed, and I just felt like it was pretty pointless. I did notice after the fact, and after we did a recaps, that the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer they showed was the exact same trailer, except for the last scene, they added something to it. So I was com a little wrong when it came to that, but it was basically the same video with just a little bit of things tag tacked on to the end. So it, it was a dumb thing. They definitely showed some more Just Cause 4 that got me more interested in that game too. So, there's that. So yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Ubisoft was the next day. I think this is a really strong showing for them. They had Beyond Good and Evil 2, which is a little weird. The timeline was kind of weird because they told us before that this would be like 200 years in the past. I thought. Maybe 300? But, um... Paige and Jade from the original game are in this trailer, so it was kind of like, is it, or is it, you know, 20 years in the past? I, I It made me really confused. I don't know. But yeah, there's some, uh, they announced this crowdsourcing thing, 
from this company called Hit Record with Joseph Gordon-Lovett coming out on stage. Feels a little weird to me that people are making art and stuff for basically free unless it gets in the game, then they get a small cut of this pay. It's a little weird. It's kind of cool. The idea is neat, but I'm like, how is it going to work? Are they, all these artists going to make all this product and then not get paid for it? That would be kind of a shame, so I don't know. Next thing that stood out to me was Trials Rising. It's a series that I've always wanted to get into, and I never have, but it looks really cool and looks like they're expanding on that Trials formula, which is basically physics-based motorbiking, which is really cool. Um, my neighbors are being super loud. I can hear them. Wow. Okay. I'm doing a podcast, everybody. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> um, Mario and Rabbids DLC, they talked about that. Uh, I don't even want to mention that. The other one that stood out to me was Starlink because they had Star Fox in it. That looked really cool. And it was a nice little pop, and it had like a nice little super nice stinger in it and it was a nice surprise to see Miyamoto again on the Ubisoft stage and the last one that really stood out to me there was Assassin's Creed Odyssey this one makes me want to go back and play more Origins because I've only put a couple hours into that game I liked what I saw excuse me uh, uh I'm so sorry guys I'm, I'm trying to make this work I'm just not feeling like great today I don't know what's going on you figured I've been I'm been on vacation for a few days. I should be like chill, like I should feel great. I'm just kind of like out of it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's an it comes out October 5th. It has you can select select between a male and female protagonist with romance options. You can be gay if you want to, straight if you want to. You can be asexual if you want to. I thought that was a pretty cool little point. We got uh, RPG development. You can have skill trees and level up your character on different aspects on fighting and stuff like that. That's pretty rad. Uh, they showed a lot of gameplay. Uh, and they showed a Minotaur, which is pretty cool. I don't know. It got me super excited. The setting is really interesting. Greece. Uh, I don't know. I might pick it up. It's so close to Red Dead. It's really hard for me to justify a big open world like three weeks before Red Dead comes out. But... If I have the, the scratch and I want to scratch an itch, <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I'll pick it up and try it out, I'm sure, because um, this other Assassin's Creed plays really well. I just haven't really gotten into it. So this dialogue tree, RPG, more involved Assassin's Creed sounds really fascinating to me. So I don't know. It looks cool. That was probably the biggest highlight for me for that entire show. But all in all, a really fun show. They really pulled out all the stops for that one, and I had a good time. I'm going to go over the PC showcase for just a second here. Uh, I would say the limited run one, but it was basically just a commercial for their games that are coming out. There's not much to talk about there. It was a weird one. The PC gaming show, my biggest standout for me was... There's two, I think? Let me see. Hold on. Overwhelm, which is already out. I might pick that up. It looks cool. It's like a red and black pixel art game. Looks pretty interesting. Um, Man Eater, where you play as a shark. It's open world RPG. That looks pretty cool. Like Jaws Unleashed, Unleashed 2, <laughs> I guess. Maverick's Proving Ground, which is interesting. It's the thousand player with five man squads battle royale. I I don't know how they would make a thousand people work in a one map, but it's interesting to say the least. Uh, Noita which is an action roguelite and usually I don't really like that 
but the coolest part about that is the it's a pixelated game and every single pixel is simulated so when you blow something up all the pixels will fall naturally down and looks really cool so that that was awesome but I think the coolest and the best the best uh, pop for me for this one was the rapture rejects trailer this is from the cyanide and happiness guys and it's an isometric battle royale game with just a wacky insane sense of humor um, basically God instead of rapturing up all the good people raptures up all the bad people and then all the good people on earth turn bad <laughs> so that looks like it's, it's a crazy premise but it looks like a lot of fun you basically just going crazy and battling it out on this top-down isometric view with that cyanide and happiness cartoony look it almost feels like a, sci a South Park game almost which is cool so that's it for PC we're getting almost, we're getting through these pretty fast Sony was the next one it was on Monday at 8 I don't know I told, said the time I didn't say the time on any other ones is that night on Monday this one had a really weird start to it it started in a church tent right uh, but and then they showed a guy playing banjo which it was weird it was a little awkward intro here but then they went into the last of us 2 and it was in a church tent in the game so it kind of matched the game which is cool this was my favorite trailer of the show it's so beautiful they show the intro they show Ellie falling in love with this girl kissing her and stuff and in the middle of the kiss they pan around Ellie's head if you haven't seen the trailer and then it goes into the all these horrible you know survival things that she has to do um, with these people and it was kind of like a nice juxtaposition between oh this is such a beautiful thing that she's thinking about as she has to fight for her life which made me really interested in the game and I I went back and watched this trailer like four or five times and every time I watch it I see something new every just watch this trailer and watch the character's face every character's face reacts to everything that happens it's really cool like if somebody picks up something heavy you can see it in their face that it squinches down like ugh, like it's hard for them to pick it up it's pretty cool it's it was a it, it was a very violent trailer too but that's that universe that's what you expect from this this game and then after all this, and then she had to kill somebody very violently by stabbing him in the neck with this giant machete. It pans back around, and they're kissing again. You know, it's to the, the conclude that scene. And it was just a really nice trailer, and it just really made me excited for that game. One of the te most technically beautiful games I've seen ever. And they just, like, mastered facial capture. It's just beautiful. I, I'm so stoked to play that. I'm, in, I'm just incredibly excited to play Last of Us 2. They also had some small announcements here and there. Just some updates on other games. And they talked about Ghost of Tsushima. They had this guy with this wood flute before it, which was a little weird. So they had this venue change in the middle. And to try to quote-unquote mask this, they cut to these people on outside of the venue and then they did the change it was just really awkward the thing about this actual conference was it was really fun uh, had some amazing games which overshadowed this weird and awkward you know presentation Sony let's not do this again let's just do your normal thing if you guys would have just stuck with one venue the whole time I think it would have been a little bit better 
but it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, they showed the first gameplay was Ghost of Tsushima, and I am even more excited for this game than I was before. It was beautiful. It's stunning. Some of the best color grading and some of the best particle effects I've seen in a game. And when I say particle effects, it's like the leaves blowing and everything everywhere. It just looked so spectacular. And when they went up, they basically went up this ridge and then they look over and then you see this giant world. There's a very Breath of the Wild feel like, oh my god, I can go anywhere right here, you know. And the, the gameplay looks fast and fluid and fun. It just looked like an early mission because he was just destroying these guys and stomping on them. But I know they want the character to seem strong, so maybe it's harder than it actually looked. But yeah, it, it looks fun. And after the fact, they definitely they said that it was a side quest and it wasn't even a main quest of the story, which is even more fascinating because it seemed pretty meaty for a side quest. So I'm really excited to try that one. They didn't have a release date, though. But hey, it is what it is. We're gonna go through these other ones real quick. We had Control from Remedy. That looked awesome and mind-bending and a lot of fun. Resident Evil 2 Remake. This would probably be the Resident Evil game I get into. Looks awesome. I have never been a Resident Evil guy either. So that pop, I was like, oh, I know what this is. I played a demo for Re Resident Evil 2 back in the day. But it doesn't have tank controls. It has more like an RE4-style combat. It looks fun. Uh... Kingdom Hearts had another trailer, didn't cry this time, didn't get choked up, but it was really cool to see the Pirates of the Caribbean back, and then they showed a Kingdom Hearts Limited Edition PS4 Pro, which I probably get a Pro before then, but if I don't, I'll pick that one up for sure. But yeah, it, it I'm sold on Kingdom Hearts, just give it to me now. I know it's st still like five, six months away, five or six months away, but I'm still ready to play it, like right now. <laughs> Uh, they showed a new Death Stranding trailer, of course. The, this game is always weird. <laughs> uh, Kojima purposely made it a handmade silent trailer with no gunfights or explosions. It was more of a tone piece. It more set up the tone of the universe even more. And uh, it just showed Norman Reedus walking and they showed Rain touching his hand and turning that spot old on his hand. Weird stuff. It's a weird weird universe i'm excited to jump in though because i love kojima stuff i just do i i'm on board i'll play it right away <laughs> uh the spider-man trailer showed electro rhino vulture scorpion and mr negative and then there was one more that they didn't reveal in the trailer this game looks like spider-man arkham and when i say that it's uh what batman what what happened when the batman games went to the arkham universe it's a game where the people making the game are super excited to play in that universe, make one of the best games ever. I can tell it's going to be a good time. It looked fast, fluid, just a lot of fun. Some of, it looks just it looks so good, and that, that game's like three months away. I'm really excited for Spider-Man. This just got me even more hyped, so uh, I'm, 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 I'm all in. I'm all in for that one. So yeah, that was a Sony one. Uh, we'll talk about the Nintendo one real quick too. This is the last one of the show. This one had mostly just Smash Brothers stuff. They announced some smaller things. New Mario Party, a new Fire Emblem, Overcooked 2, Killer Queen Black, Octopath Traveler, they had another demo on that. They had a sizzle reel with a bunch of games. Starlink, Sushi Striker, Pixar. DBZ Fighters, 
Captain Toad. All sorts of stuff. Fallout Shelter got announced. Shadow Drop there. It's on, It's out now. Paladins, same thing. The World Ends With You trailer. A little teaser. Mega Man 11. They just had a lot of stuff in the sizzle reel. And then before, after the sizzle reel, Smash Brothers. And this was a really awesome reveal for Smash Brothers fans. So I could see why people who aren't Smash Brothers fans were pretty disappointed in this direct. They did say before this happened that they were mostly going to focus on Smash this time. But people still got mad. And I understand. It's fine. So, yeah. They were talking about it. He's like, okay, let me reveal the characters. So, I had this big trailer, right? Went through all the characters. And it was kind of like in order of appearance, basically. They had little numbers next to them. And then, it, had, it showed Ice Climbers. And then, it showed, I think, two, uh, Young Link. And then, it had, a, like, the screen... That looked, you know, meta- metallic, you know, like a warehouse. And then Snake apparates in there. He just appears in there. And then the little pop of the snake theme came- comes on. No, boop. That little ex- exclamation park sound. Alex- ex- I can't talk. Exclamation park sound pops up. And then it says, everybody is here. And he was like, that's right. Every single person that's ever been in a Smash game is going to be in this Smash game. Boom. And then, like, all of them got revealed. They had, like, this big thing. I'm in. I'm in for this game. Uh, it looks like they're really listening to the fans. They had so much stuff to talk about. All these little changes and stuff. GameCube, GameCube, can't talk. GameCube controllers, of course. And the fact that they're bringing back the entire roster. And then they announced Ridley on top of that. That's freaking crazy, guys. Um, yeah. The Ridley trailer was pretty cool, too. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it's a cool announcement, especially for huge fans of this game. Um, I am a pretty big fan of it. I've always liked playing it, and it's always one of those I used. I would just go back to and play. I haven't played a Wii U one in a while, though, but it is what it is. I, I hope to jump in with this and play with a bunch of people and try to get good at the game this time. It looks super cool. So I'm excited for that, and uh, that's about it for E3 that really, really got me going. (laughs) Um, There was just so much this time, man. There was so much. Man. All in all, I loved E3 this year. Uh, Doing the Cartridge Club stuff was so cool. I got so tired, though, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) But yeah, when, the thing is, is, we did 11 hours coverage, so I was very burned out yesterday. When I, I, I thought about recording this yesterday, but I'm like, okay, no, I can't do it today. I'm too tired. <laughs> uh, but all in all, man, E3 just kind of like, like always got me super excited for the future of games. There's so much cool stuff coming out, especially between that September to February slot. There's at least 30 games there to look forward to. And that's awesome and there's more on the horizon past that and there's so much more indie games that you know aren't part of these press conferences that come out and then fill in those gaps when when there's not that many games like the messenger uh super meat boy forever which is an endless runner so that was like one of those things where i'm like endless runner super meat boy do i even want that i don't even know but yeah (sighs) it was worth hype 
it was really worth the hype. Uh, it was fun making those videos. I'm definitely not going to do that format next year. We'll do something different, like the lead up to E3. I might just do like first parties and third party videos, just kind of like get them out of the way. I don't know. I don't feel like I need to do a big one for E3 because they or EA especially because EA never surprises me. They always do the same thing, and if they did, I'd be really happy. But I'm like, oh, I want uh, skate. Give me skate. There was a game in the press conference called Session, which has been previously announced on Kickstarter and stuff. That kind of looks like Skate. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to wait and see on that one. But yeah. It was awesome. I'm probably not going to do any more things related to E3 now. I think I'm burned out talking about it. Um, be sure to go back and pick up our press conference that you're the most interested in and Check out the, those uh, E3 wrap-ups on the Cartridge Club YouTube channel. I think everybody had really good talking points. I think it was very professionally done. I think we really nailed it. And I'm not just saying that because I was a part of it. I think if I watched it and I wasn't a part of it, I would have thought the same thing. I think that it was just really well moderated by Musty. Musty just killed it. He was a really good moderator. Um, he got everything flowing the entire time. Um... I felt like I talked, but I could have talked more, but it was kind of not a one-man show. This is a one-man show. I could talk as much as I want, right? Over there, it felt like everybody got their word in, what they wanted to say, and it was smooth sailing, and it was just a really good time, and I had a blast doing it. So, yeah, uh, pretty much at the point where I'm like, I'll do anything for the Karchus Club because I always enjoy it. Like, I never feel like it's a chore, even when it's a lot, like it was uh, when we did the 11 hours. <laughs> But yeah, E3 was a blast, and I'm just kind of like done talking about it. I don't want to talk about any more E3 stuff anymore this year. I think that I'm done. <laughs> I, I got all the hype, and I experienced it. I let it wash over me for a day or so, and I'm just going to kind of like live in the, the content that other companies make, and I'm just going to kind of stop talking about it. If I see hear something cool, I'll mention it, but it's definitely not going to be the point of discussion anymore on the podcast or on my channel. So, that leads me to what do I, what am I going to do on my my channel? So, there is a series I'm going to start working on. I'm going to announce it now. This isn't a promise that's going to come anytime soon, but it's a it's a series focused on games in my backlog. Okay? So the title of the game, uh, title of the series is called The Infinite Backlog. So the premise of The Infinite Backlog is I go into my shelf over here and I pick a game I've been meaning to play as a kid or now and I play through it. I either beat it or I don't, but I record a bunch of footage from it and I talk about why I wanted to play this game and how it felt to play it now and I will re recommend it based on what I played. So, is it a game that you should have on your backlog, or is it a game that you shouldn't bother messing with? So, we'll deep dive into the game. We'll talk all about the, the gameplay. Sorry, I can't. my brain isn't working either today. We'll talk about the gameplay. <laughs> we'll talk about the presentation, how it feels to play, and everything like that. How it aged, if it's an older game, which most of them will probably be older games. I don't think I'll be doing very many new games. And that'll be like a somewhat re somewhat frequent show. I think, I'm think i thinking every month or so. So, 
Yeah, as soon I want to make a couple episodes of this before I start releasing it to make sure I got the format down. But that's the that's the next series that I'm going to be focusing on. I have that, and then I did mention a comic book podcast with Sierra, which is still in the talking process. But these are the things I've been working on lately. So I wanted a series that I can say, okay, this is something I can always do. I can always do another one of, which is what both of those are. So hopefully that's going to be a thing. And uh, I have a couple other things in my brain that I'll be working on. So if you haven't subbed to my YouTube channel, I, I suggest uh, if I can talk at all. And if I can plug myself at all, I'd suggest going over there. It's bit.ly slash frantic sub. And the channel is just called Frantic. But the thing is, once I get to 100 subs, I'm going to rebrand everything um, to probably just be frantic thoughts on everything. I haven't 100% decided this yet. It's just, I don't know. It's all just fun anyway. It's just, you know, I don't take it too seriously. So if I just leave it frantic, I just leave it frantic. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I should go over there. Just give me a sub. Let's try to get me to 100 subs so I can get an actual URL, which would be nice. I'm thinking like youtube.com slash frantic TV, something like that. If we could do that, that'd be awesome. And um, I'm just going to keep making some fun videos. Um, yeah, it's been awesome doing all this and uh this entire year of youtube and podcasting it's just exactly what i wanted some kind of outlet and that's why i'm here and uh thanks to all that uh send me positive vibes and messages about this podcast on twitter and forums and everything also make sure you go to the forums which is cartridge club forums cartridgeclub.org forum click on frantic thoughts click on this episode leave me a comment and if i get more then one comment I will read. I'll start doing a community section again. It's just, I, I don't know. It's just like, if there's only one comment, I, I feel weird just reading one comment every week. Give me some more stuff and we'll do a little wrap-up of the comments, which is always fun. Also, last week I did talk about telling uh, Dr. Pepper Vendor to F off. I did apologize to him the next day. <laughs> Um, I'm sure people think I'm just an asshole for that, but, you know, in the moment, it felt like the right thing to do. He was being a dick, so I was a dick back. <laughs> I apologized to him. He half-heartedly apologized to me, but I was sincere when I apologized to him. I did feel bad about it, but uh, I doubt that we'll be friends or anything in the future, so <laughs> it is what it is. So, yeah, let me know what you think about the, the mic. Uh, let me know what you thought from E3, like really caught your attention. Um, and maybe we'll talk, maybe next week I'll do a little section on indie games that have caught my eye. If I see anything that pops up from E3 besides what I already talked about, but all in all, I think I'm done talking E3. I'm actually kind of tired of saying E3, the word E3, and I need a break from it. (laughs) It was a lot. It was just a lot, man. We talked and talked and talked and, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Go check out those videos on the Cartridge Club site and our Cartridge Club YouTube channel. And look forward to more content from me. Thank you so much for listening. And see you next week. Bye.